Hello, and welcome once again to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This features the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons staring down the imminent prospect of entertainment total utter irrelevance. (laughs) I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined by my other co-host... I am Noah Tarno of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular, speaking to you from San Francisco, California. So, Noah Tarno, uh, the topic today is electric, and it's divisive, and it is very, uh, a lot of heat on it, and it is of the moment. Um, So I have a feeling we're going to lose some Twitter followers and some listeners. Uh, (laughs) The controversy. Look, A, there is some... And B, as you well know, in America these days, anything could be a source of controversy because freaking crybabies have taken over the discourse. Uh, but, you know, what else is new? Mm-hmm. But what is it, Bill? What are we talking What is the newfangled, hot new thing that the kids are all into that we're trying to make sense of this week? So we are talking today about straws. In particular, <laughs> we are talking about metal drinking straws, uh, which is a, a taste sensation that is sweeping the nation. Uh, there's no, there, there can be no, um, no disobedience. Now, this is a lot of places. Uh, yes. regular, regular straws are banned, so the metal straw is a contingency plan. Yes, all must use metal straws. It's enforced by law in all 50 <laughs> states and Puerto Rico. You must, and metal straws for everything, not just for you know cool, refreshing <laughs> beverages like pudding, Jello. Uh, cocaine. You got to use a metal straw when you snort your cocaine. Fried eggs. You have to cocaine. eat fried eggs. Right, fried eggs. Yes, you got to use a metal straw while making love to your partner. You can no longer use a drinking glass. All beverages have to be consumed yeah. from within the volume of a metal drinking straw. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You plug up the bottom. You may ask yourself, and by extension, you may ask me and Noah, your intrepid podcast host, hey, guys, what are metal straws? And we'd say that they're just that. They're metal drinking straws. You know, long story short, you can protect turtles and other form of endangered sea life by not using plastic straws. So we don't, we don't have to fucking explain. We don't have to explain that to you. I feel like we all understand what metal drinking straws are. Uh, I guess the, the episode, no, I guess we're, we're going to get into the sort of zeitgeist, though. We're talking about the moment that we're in. Not that there are larger issues, but there is, as we, as we were talking about before we went live on the mics, there is a darker homicide, a shadow on the doorstep of this whole thing that lurks like a grim reaper over this whole topic. But I think we're going to get there uh, eventually. To yeah. the dark, the dark side of metal drinking straws. We were when when we pitched this, we had a Noah said, "Well, what should we get? Should we get the the silicone straws? Should we get?" You know, we were doing a quick search of like Bed Bath and Beyond and Target and Amazon and all those things, and, and we we centered on metal drinking straws because that looks like it is right. of the moment. My assertion is that metal drinking straws is going to be the sort of official form of the you know reusable drinking straws. I think more so than the silicone, it's going to be the sales leader for the whole thing. I don't I don't know if you agree with that noah but but that's just that's my assertion that's a matter of debate and it seems like metal is what people are talking about mostly but yes there's silicone there's biodegradable plastic there's non-biodegradable plastic i guess just reusable and the crux here you referred to the um sea turtles yeah i mean plastic drinking straws 
Americans go through hundreds of millions of them a year, and most of them end up in the ocean. And they, you know, plastics in the ocean are a big environmental problem, and straws are a huge part of that. They're one of the things that are most, one of the types of trash that is most commonly picked up on our shores and beaches. And there was a video that went viral of someone trying to remove a plastic straw from the nose of an endangered sea turtle. Blood was coming out of the nose. It was very heart-rending. Turtles are very lovable animals. I say that as a former turtle owner myself. So people have kind of lighted upon straws, plastic straws, as this place where the average person in their day-to-day life can make a difference in reducing the amount of harmful pollution in our environment. And as a result, a lot of municipalities have banned single-use plastic straws. Uh, Los Angeles did. San Francisco just instituted a law a couple weeks ago. I think, I don't know if it's banned so much as uh, you have to ask for them. Mm-hmm. And you told me that Disneyland doesn't offer plastic straws at all. I yeah, didn't none, that when none, I of the state, none of the state-sized Disney parks uh, have plastic straws. Right. They, they use paper. So businesses have seen this as an opportunity. We're going to offer new kinds of straws. Uh, so I bought some metal straws at Target, stainless steel. Uh, there's a new product called a final straw, which is a metal straw with a silicone tip that is uh, bendable and compact, comes with its own carrying case. Uh, I read about the coffee straw, K-O-F-F-I-E, which is not metal. It's a silicone straw, biodegradable silicone. When you're done with it, you burn it, and it reduces to completely environmentally safe biodegradable ash. But should we get into the dark side now, Bill? Yeah, I think this is the, we, we're straws? dancing around it. Let's get right to the nitty-gritty. Right. So the nitty-gritty is story a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week in England, a woman was killed by a metal straw. I think Murdered. it's one of these crazy murder murder foul and i'm sure some someone on fox news is claiming you know this is what liberals have wrought by banning (laughs) plastic straws she apparently tripped and impaled her eyeball on a metal straw so people are like they're dangerous to metal straws i I mean i really think the point here is they're dangerous to life right i mean if you trip and something pokes your eyeball i mean it's tragic and sucks to be you but are we really going to blame metal straws over this okay but for context let's not forget here that this woman i think she had something like a parkinson's she was mobility impaired she was okay she was All a little right. older i think she was in her All late right. 60s so she had okay. a history of she was a fall risk and so she was moving forward with her tea. That's why she was using the straws because she had difficulty, right. you know, with her motor functions. So she had the she had this yes. her tea cup in front of her with a straw in it, and she, you know, as what happened, she just bad luck and bad trajectory. She lost yep. track of where she was going. She fell, and she it was the absolute worst place she could fall. It went right through her orbital yep. and into the brain. I think blaming metal straws for that is kind of ridiculous. But whatever, people will blame anything. And you actually brought up another important issue here is we found a Reddit thread. People are like, what do you really think of metal straws? And a lot of people, by the way, I was pleasantly surprised that there weren't crazy Redditors going, you know, it's a liberal commie plot. You know, most of the answers seemed reasonable. A lot of people were saying, well, why just use a straw at all? And look, it's not just some people like straws. There also is an issue that a lot of people need straws. I mean, this is incredibly cheesy, but you know, I'm reminded of, remember Roxanne, the movie with Steve Martin? Mm-hmm. And he has a romantic moment with who was the female lead in that movie i can't remember uh daryl hannah was it i can't maybe i can't was it daryl yeah uh, i think it maybe, was daryl hannah yeah. yeah and they're drinking wine and he asked for a straw with his wine because he's got in your know, case you don't know it's a it's a it's a play on cyrano de bergerac and he has a very long nose steve martin so he can't drink out of a wine glass without a straw that's a ridiculous way but the truth is some people need straws because they have mobility issues or maybe you know facial deformities or i don't know but the point is you know Physically, straws are, for some people, they are a requirement. 
so, you know, straws need to still be available. Uh, and then, you know, toddlers need straws and stuff like that. So good on companies like coffee and, and final straw and stuff like that and Target having these available and all that. People are embracing this as this is a way to do my little part to, you know, save impending human environmental catastrophe. We've switched shoes here a little. Bill, what do you what do you think of metal straws having, I presume, tried them and uh, lived with them a little bit? Yeah, I have. I've been I've been walking around with it. I, I will say that the uh, as a man who does not carry a bag, or as a person rather who doesn't carry a bag, I don't want to make it gendered here. This means that you need to uh, tote around a metal straw of some sort. The one I have that I got from uh, Amazon.com, uh, the loathsome company, comes inside of a balsa wood uh, carrier, essentially. It's like a dowel with a removable cap. You slide the mm. metal straw inside. So it's a ferrying object. It's hygienic, all those things. And, and the advantage is, the advantage, Bill, is that when you're done with the straw, you can use the container to make a little airplane. Yes, I could I could <laughs> shave the wood sides and make a small glider just, out of it. Yeah, I hear balsa wood, I think. That. Anyway, uh, continue. It's a good wood. You're right. It's among next. Yeah. The next topic will be which wood, balsa wood. We do get it. In fact, yeah. it's the okay. best wood for gl- right. light, light, light uh, gliders. All right, we've we've taken this joke too far. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, straw is great. I am used to going to a bar because, contrary to what Noah's saying about the state in California or the state of California, of the state in California, they're not straws are <laughs> straws are not illegal in New York City. I mean, some businesses right. are opting out, but for the most part, when you go to your standard diner, anything like that, they are putting a straw that you don't ask for. Just it just comes. I didn't even think about it. They they give it the little the straw with the paper wrapper around the one tip right. of it. That's just the way they come. So you you do have to ask, you know, when you take your order before they even pour water in your glass, please no straws because they will just give you yeah. as many straws as you possibly want. That's the that's the culture amongst waitstaff in New York, especially at restaurants or bars. Part of the um, routine has been making sure that people understood, hey, I don't need a straw. It's okay. And then they, they this is the weird thing. You wonder why some things are weird in New York. And I was at the diner the other day with a friend. And I said, no straw. The, the waiter, you know, who's an old salt, who's worked in New York for a long time, kind of looked at me with a furrow brow like, what do, you, what, what do you mean? And I pulled out this wooden dowel and I pulled out the straw and he kind of had this like, oh, that is more time than we should have spent on that transaction. This should not be a weird thing to <laughs> <laughs> ask for a straw and then wonder what the hell did I just pull out of my pocket. But that's the, you know, that's right. what I got. It, it it creates a little bit of a scene. I went to I went to a bar the other day with a friend and uh, the guy, you know, he gave me some well ginger ale and he was about to put a swizzle. People may may make a um, a deal about straws, but, you know, bartenders have a whole different relationship with swizzle sticks. And swizzle that sticks, that's just yeah. as bad. You know, swizzle sticks are just as bad. You know, those small little drink straws. And I, I just say, please don't put that in there and so i pulled this weird thing out and the guy's like oh okay gave me a nod and apparently i was the only person in the, in the bar of that month who did anything of the sort so there's a little bit of a culture shock i mean it's not it's not a tremendous culture shock but people i think who work in the beverage industry or at least the service industry just have this relationship with giving you straws and so you know since right. new york since new york is a place that's so wedded in its ways this is you know it looks weird when you're the one dude who's carrying around a straw not that there isn't a bunch of weird shit happening every five feet from you in new york but for some reason I got like <laughs> look, I got looked at three times in the last week because of this thing. You know, I remember a joke 
Dana Carvey made this joke once. I saw him doing stand-up that he's just, straws are not masculine. And he picks up, a, he has a little drink on stage and he's got a straw and he's just I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my Chevy outfitted with blah, blah, blah. And then he starts drinking from the straw in this exaggeratedly effeminate face. <laughs> yeah. And just there's this, there's something like a fet about having a straw and uh, that you, you know, you kind of undermine your masculinity. And uh, I'm sure some people feel that way. Right. Um, well, you also say that like the straw is carrying it around with you. But the other way of looking at it is like, well, if you use straws at home, you could just have the straw, keep the straws at home and use them at home and then maybe still pollute the environment when you're out. Yeah, I, I, or, don't, I, don't, use, I don't use straws at home. I only use them yeah, if me, I'm in a restaurant me, or something. Me neither. I've only been using one at home the last couple of days to test it for this episode. It, it could be incumbent on the business. Hey, do you want a straw? Sure. Well, instead of giving you a plastic straw, they give you a metal straw and they put that in your drink. And then, you know, presumably the restaurant washes the metal straw with all the other dishes and gives you a new metal straw, you know? So it's less about carrying it with you. You know, there are a lot of different ways you can go here. Look, I'm not a huge straw person. As a kid, I drank like chocolate milk with straws all the time. And I remember my mama would just buy huge boxes of those bendy straws with the clown on the box. When I drink a beverage with ice in it, right, um, that is where... Ah, see, that's another one. Ice, yeah. Well, that's where I think I need a straw. Um, Yeah, This this is... Like, for instance, we were, I was at a barbecue last weekend, and the host had given me a mason jar filled with, you know, beverage <laughs> and then gigantic jar. ice cubes in it, like huge ice cubes. Yes, and, and then you can, a, you, can, you can put up, put up your preserves for the winter when you're done drinking. Exactly. So it had a very nice look to it. It was very folksy and very, you know, nice country look to it. The thing is, is that when you would tip back a beverage with ice cubes, the beverage yeah. flows around the ice cubes, and it, makes, it just makes yeah. this Fu Manchu of liquid around your mouth. It just shoots out on each yeah. side of your face. And splashes your shirt. If you're going to tip an ice cube-laden glass to your lips, that's what you're going to get. You have to fight the ice cubes for yeah. the flow of beverage. Yeah. So, you know, that's it's part of the, it's part of the reason I'm very mixed on ice in my drinks ever. Yeah. And usually when I have it in a drink, I, I like a straw. That's a good point. Uh-huh. So that's the thing. And where where am I? I'm never going to do ice at home. I am going to do ice, uh, you know, if I get an iced tea or a diet coke at a diner for instance, a restaurant, then that's where I'm going to encounter ice. That's where I want this straw. That's where this really comes in handy. Yeah. That's where your picture of New York life becomes complete. So I was trying a drink at home, uh, you know, I, I often with dinner, my sort of standard drink is um, I put a little juice in a glass and I mix it with flavored seltzer. That's what I like. Yeah, that's good. And I was drinking that with, a, with with one of these metal straws I got at Target, stainless steel, silicone tip. Uh, it's a kit. came with eight of them, four that were like straight and four that were curved. And it actually comes with its own little cleaning tool, which yep. was nice. Yep. For eight ninety nine, the whole kit. You know, I liked it. There was something about it that just felt... I don't know, just a little bit classier. It might be psychological, but I feel like the stainless steel really kind of, if not makes it colder, doesn't make it colder, but just makes it, you know, it's like drinking Coke out of a bottle. There's something about it that changes the feeling of it. It's, it's tactile, and psychologically yeah. ch- changes the taste in certain ways. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. Whether it's worth carrying with me, I don't know, although I'm intrigued by the final straw because it comes in this little tiny, tiny carrying case. You know, even when I don't walk around with a bag, it's San Francisco, so I'm always walking around with a jacket and a little carrying case, you know, just slip it in your pocket with your sunglasses or your headphones or whatever. So that seems like a lot more convenient than a bamboo thing. I'm like your average liberal. I want to do whatever I can to help the environment as long as it inconveniences me in the smallest conceivable way possible. So it seems to me like carrying a tiny little straw with me is a way I can feel like, okay, global warming solved because I'm carrying a straw. Now, there's another downside here that we haven't talked about, and people talk about it on Reddit. 
And there was one comment that we both noticed is that how do you keep these things clean? If I drank juice out of it and then I just kind of left it in the glass that I was going to use for my juice the next day, well, that's not good. The bacteria sits in there. And at the very least, I need to rinse it out with hot water. People don't do that. And then if a restaurant gives you a metal straw, like, okay, fine, maybe they put it in their dishwasher. But someone brought up the point. They're like, I don't trust restaurants to clean fucking plates. Like how many times you're at a restaurant and there's food encrusted on the plate they give you or lipstick marks on the glass and then you get a metal straw, you can't look on the inside. What What is living on that metal straw, inside that metal straw they're giving you? Even if they did run it through their industrial dishwasher. Uh, it's a bunch of straws and look at this. I really, um, I'm already kind of liking these because they're really, really light and they're actually a, a quite a bit smaller in diameter than some of the other straws so they seem much more straw like to me Noah Tarno can you please summarize in the fewest words possible why is the metal drinking straw popular at this moment kind of what I just said before we we want to help the environment without really impacting our lives at all so it it ends up being the small ball stuff i'm reminded a few weeks ago when we talked about the impossible burger i mean what will really help the environment giant massive industrial economic governmental change so it's up to us in our day-to-day lives and activities and while changing straws might not make much of an impact it makes an emotional impact because of videos like a cute little sea turtle with a bloody straw up its nose so, you know, we want to feel like we're doing something for the environment, for the poor sea creatures, without greatly impacting, affecting our lives. And metal straws feel like a reasonably easy way to do it. Uh, and look, government is doing something. These bans in these cities, I mean, if it makes any difference, sure. I'm a big government liberal. Big deal. You can't use a plastic straw. Like, who cares? It's not like that's your religion, right? Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's really offended by that is being offended because they want to be offended. Uh, but I get it. You can't eliminate straws entirely. Some people need straws. Carry them with you or have have them only available by request. That seems like a good compromise to me. Or, you know, have the metal straws available or the biodegradable plastic straws available, what have you. Businesses stepping up in this way to have alternatives available. And I believe that's government's role to kind of work with business to make people's lives better and push people to make the right decisions. So I'm glad cities are making these decisions because the alternatives are available. I don't think anyone has to be inconvenienced or suffer in any way to make what I guess is making some difference in the environmental crisis. A small difference granted, but a difference nonetheless. That's actually perfectly put. I mean, I, I think yeah. that's a very good way to summarize. Yeah, I was, my, my summary was just simply some people who might ever might be interested in this just have a sense of decency. And, <laughs> you know, to be honest, like now uh, a faint heartbeat from the uh, center of a, you know, a cadaver or somebody who's had a, a massive heart attack is all the hope you need to believe that life on earth will continue. And um, Great. Thank you. That's very, that's very optimistic. Yeah, it is. And and it's like there's, there's some people have a sense of decency. And also, as I thought of it, you're kind of heeding a call to, ac- a call to action. You're being asked to do something very minor, like you said, and and yet you assume that it is a million minor things that will add up to some great thing later on. And maybe maybe that's all this is. But honestly, just fucking carry it. You know, I'm going to carry this thing in my fucking pocket. Just, just, just do it. I mean, use the little bottle brush cleaner. Clean it out yourself. Rinse the bacteria out. You know, there's no reason to complain about the things that are small, picky you and issues. Don't fall. Don't lodge it through your goddamn eye socket. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. get murdered wear, by it. Wear protective eye shades at all times. <laughs> Don't do any of those things that cause people to... The hundreds of people that these things have killed so far are all avoidable deaths. Don't be among 
the victims right. and you know do something and buy and buy more guns to keep yourself safe from the metal straws i decided that i want to take on a challenge to be a bit more environmentally friendly because i have seen a lot and i mean a lot of ads of posts about straws so bill would you i mean you seem to be into the metal straw thing but how would you feel about them if you were a young man now? If the rise of metal straws, if the rise of heart-rending sea turtle straw nose meme videos had occurred when young William K. Scurry Jr. was even younger, say in his 20s, how would you feel about metal straws in that case? All in, all in. I tell you, I, I hinted at the issue that probably would have been a bigger stumbling block was the idea of doing something that would highlight me visually amongst a crowd. I mean, most days I'm invisible. I'm a, I'm a six foot two white guy in New York and I'm middle-aged, so I am just wallpaper. And yet I felt like the minute I pulled this wooden dowel out of my pocket and put a metal straw in was a cause to look my way just for six seconds. I, you know, whether it was the attention of a patron or the attention of the wait staff or anything like that, it was uh, something I'm unused to seeing, which is some kind of um, notice. And if I was a kid, that kind of thing is a bigger incentive or disincentive to doing something. The idea of not wanting to be seen. Okay, that's the difference between me being 15 and 25, of course. 25, you know, the age of, talk about heeding a call to action and, and, and trying to demonstrate some sense of decency. That's exactly where I'm showing up with that. On the other hand, not wanting to be looked at, not wanting to be seen as breaking the pattern or the routine of everything around you is the only thing I could think of. And yet I'm sure I did some stupid shit or even I didn't do other things that were simple merely because I felt like I'm going to be looked at and scrutinized in some small way. Now it's like, you know, I don't give a fuck. What do I care? But that's, that's <laughs> the, you know, that's the young person version of me is that the, 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 you know, the think about splitting the difference between action and wanting to be part of the solution with the idea that maybe there's possible humiliation, I guess, which, you know, maybe that's the most honest thing I've ever said on this podcast, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm learning a lot about you. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'd be way into them because I had this streak, as many people like us do when I was young, of like self-righteousness and self-righteous, you know, liberal, environmental, whatever was like cool to, to stand on my soapbox and yell about without actually dedicating myself to anything. So I can imagine me as a teenager in my early 20s, like scorning people who use plastic straws. Uh, I remember like criticizing my mom for having a fur coat. Yeah. It was bullshit because yeah. I, was e I was eating meat left and right. And I've said that many times, like... I think fur coats are cheesy, and I think hunting is gauche, but like, you know what? If I'm eating meat, I can, uh, if people just want to shoot deer for fun, I do not have an ethical leg to stand on to criticize. Right, I got, I got a leather belt on right now, you know? Right, I could, I could say it's cheesy and classless, that's fine, but I can't stand in their way. I have no right to stand in their way. If I were a vegan, fine, maybe, but otherwise, no. Anyway, so that's my point. I could see myself being, like, obnoxious about plastic straws. Meanwhile, like, a thousand other decisions I would make in my day-to-day -day life would be just as bad or even worse. That's a way of saying I'd be more into metal straws as a kid. And actually, because I don't, I don't think I'm going to carry one of these things around with me, Bill, after we talk today. I mean, I'll use them at home, and I'll consider getting the, the more portable straw. And I actually think this will open my mind a little to not using plastic straws. Like, I think of the one time a week I go to Subway for lunch, right? And I get a soda at Subway, and I get ice in it, and I just grab one of those plastic straws and the plastic wrap. Oh, no, you won't. I, don't re I really think about it. Right. Now I think I'm going to be aware. Like, 
You know what I might do? I might bring one of these metal straws and keep it in my office. So when I get the soda at Subway, bring it back to my office, eat lunch at my office, I'll whip the plastic straw, the metal straw, and I'll use that. Maybe I'll just not use a straw and drink it from the damn cup because it's not that big a difference. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Today we'll be discussing the stupidity of straws and why I believe that we should, um, you know, just stop using straws in general. Noah, can you confirm or deny that metal drinking straws are a sign of the apocalypse? Uh, they are in that one another. God, there's so many issues to bring up really in this. I just, I'm just reminded of is actually one problem with metal straws or glass straws or non-plastic straws is that, you know, people, if people chew on them, dentists, I'm sure will be very unhappy. Yeah. So, Perhaps if metal straws become ubiquitous, we are headed for a dental apocalypse. Um, <laughs> and as someone with very sensitive teeth and gums who has required periodontal surgery in the recent past, uh, I am concerned about that. No, look, this is, I don't want to say the opposite of the apocalypse because I don't think metal straws are going to save us. But maybe this is movement in the non-apocalyptian direction. I'm sure there could be a blinkered view that... It's more of the nanny state, and that's going to lead us to apocalypse, but I don't believe that. That's not my political philosophy at all. So no, this is, this is a nod away from the apocalypse. Right, Perhaps right. only a nod, but a nod. I think that in, in the, the literal meaning of the phrase, I think this is a sign of the apocalypse, that it's necessary. Really? Oh, a yeah. sign. I mean, the straw itself is not. The straw is a remedy, but right. the, the apocalypse right. is what the has... The need for it. Yes, that's what I'm saying, is that we are addressing an apocalypse. This isn't, you know, like a cultural band-aid of some good music or, or you know, some representation somewhere. Those things are nice. I think that, uh, I mean, and they're, they're important. I'm just saying that this, this is quite literally a holocaust that's happening amongst sea animals and, you know, the, the collapse of different um, organisms in the ocean. And, and yeah, so the, the idea of the straw just being promulgated by companies because it's just piece of post-consumer plastic thrown out and used thoughtlessly for decades is now coming back to bite us in the ass. And we knew about this years ago. It's just nobody ever did anything about it. I just want to reiterate, I love this idea. I think it's great. I think everyone should carry this around. This is, this is a call to action. If you, like I was saying before, are a person with any decency or a person who is going to heed a call to action, you should go out and avail yourselves of some form of reusable straw and get into this, you know, habit. Unless, of course, no, there's no good reason. Just <laughs> if you don't do it, <laughs> if you don't do it, you're a bad person, and uh, you're off yes, my Christmas card list. That's it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's Christmas. No, you we have, have a Christmas card list. That's no, a metaphor. It's a metaphor. If you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw. You see, watching my straw reaches across the room. And starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up! Do you have any jealousy or resentment of the metal straw phenomenon? Tangenting off of the last answer, I don't I don't think I 
I have, I, I'm full of resentment, but I'm full of resentment over the mechanisms and the institutions that left us in this position. I, again, this, the straw itself is a simple device. It is the re-representation re of something we are all familiar with. It's just in a new form, but it's addressing this problem that we've been hacking over for the last half hour or whatever. I'm resentful of the fact that we need it. I'm resentful of the fact that we are in this dire strait. You know, we've, con we've contributed to it in a certain degree. And on the other hand, this is like, like my wife said. Says. It's like you can be, in, you know, entreated to pick up as much garbage when you're walking around a beach as possible or recycling. The thing is, though, is that, you know, people are still foisting styrofoam and plastic clamshells on you. It's our responsibility if we're the ones, we don't have a choice in the supply chain. We're the ones that weren't given right. an option at the head to do paper and, and, and things that are, you know, recyclable and or biodegradable. We were just, we're, you know, we're, we're the ones that sort of have to carry the load here for, for all this post-consumer shit. It, like it's somehow it's our fault that we were using straws for years when there was no other option. I don't feel bad about the straw. I mean, other than just having to use it. And then it if only it could be just as something as simple as a de rigueur trend. Wouldn't that be great? No, if we were just talking about kids just opting to use a metal straw simply because it's a new spin on an old thing you know it's just it's just a style or an aesthetic and not a remedy i think i lost touch with that potential angle of this because it doesn't exist but that would have made a vastly different episode of the show if we were just talking about an inscrutable choice in moving from one version of a straw to another you know you've turned around the resentment jealousy question of how we normally ask it we normally you know talk about whether we're jealous of the phenomenon yes and you you kind of switch it to resentment of the need for the phenomenon right? sure yeah sure uh, i agree with you in that but if we push it back to what we normally talk about yeah i have no jealousy here you know i never wanted to start a, a Dis uh, non-disposable straw business, <laughs> uh, but you know maybe if I'm gonna if I'm gonna scrape the barrel here, I'm jealous that I'm not anticipating the future and thinking about it more and trying to use these newfound needs to my advantage. You know, as, as, as someone who runs a small business, sometimes I worry that I'm not looking far enough ahead. If I was actually talking to my nephew the other day, who's 15, and I mentioned how I'm afraid. And these guys, they got a business mind, my nephews. And I'm like, yeah, I'm afraid the economy will collapse and we'll have a recession and no one will be hiring corporate events and I'll be screwed. And Jack, my nephew, said, well, what are you going to do then? I said, I guess I'll have to figure that out. And he goes, you should start thinking about that now, Unky. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> He's right. Oh, I should have at least the skeleton of a contingency plan. What happens when the economy collapses and the number of inquiries I get, you know, reduces by a tenth? I don't want to think about that. So I'm not. So I guess if I got to find some jealousy of the phenomenon, it's jealousy that these are people who are thinking ahead to what the world needs in a way that I'm not. That makes them smarter than me. So I wish I were that smart. So in that respect, what I want to do now is pitch you on an investment opportunity for something that is yeah, okay. both jumping ahead of a curve and also thinking about something that's good for the, is good for the environment and will help the future. And that is the idea of a beehive hat. So you're taking the concept of the regular hat, and you're also, yeah. at the same time, addressing the fact that we're having a plunge in bee population by carrying around on your yeah. head an entire beehive. So okay. the way I think about it, it's forward thinking, and you're addressing the future. Yeah, very forward. I see some uh, potential problems with your business model that I would hope your prospectus uh, addresses let me say uh no at the moment but i'd be curious to to get more information what if i told um, you that there is a yeah. complete a complete lack of impalement risk no yes no impalement risk no impalement <laughs> risk when bees are buzzing around your face at all times <laughs> 
So, so our last yeah. uh, our last thing we discuss here is the the Fallon yeah. the, the 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 temple of Jimmy Fallon the Fallonian scale yeah. with Jimmy Fallon at the bottom yeah. as the equivalent of a zero yeah. and perhaps a, a key and peel for instance at ten or one hundred of the spectrum. So Noah, where would you put the metal drinking straw on the, the scale mean, of everything we've ever talked about? You know, it's perhaps unique among all our topics in that I don't know how much you could even rate this as having any artistic value and everything else we sort of the Fallonian scale especially we look at things as artistic products you know even the impossible burger like how is this is you know something you enjoy right whereas this seems more like something out of necessity that said someone more than us who's interested in like industrial design or or kitchenware or something like that might oh well this straw is beautiful and this straw is sleek and and all that so you know so we shove it in there on like it, it serves a need and a function that society i don't know i'll say it's near the top i mean I would rather not kill a sea turtle than be able to watch the Orville. So uh, <laughs> I want that to be the I, out quote. Let's let's give that to yeah. Seth MacFarlane. He can use that. Oh yeah, he can use that. All right. So I don't know. I, I put this near the top, right? Yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, do you give me a choice? Key and Peel never existed, or the sea turtles are saved. Yeah. I think I got to go with the sea turtles. I got to do the right thing. Yeah, this, it this, might break my heart. This but is I better. Do you, the right thing. you can't drink out of a fidget cube, and uh, this is a yes, lot more, yes, a lot yes, less yes. maudlin than this is us. So it's, it's yeah, definitely yeah. to the top for sure. I would say. All right, good, good to know. All right, so All right. it's a nine or ten. Maybe. It's a nine or right. ten. Well, I, I think that closes it out. Um, that's the end of our episode for this week. If you would like to find past episodes uh, on the road to one hundred, which we are barreling too rapidly, look what on number Apple- are we at now, Bill? Uh, we are on, I believe this is, uh, 93. This is episode 93. Damn. All right. Getting Not there. bad, right? This summer, this summer we'll make it. We'll be, we were going to get there. We're going to, we're going to triumph. Yeah. Uh, so you can find past episodes on Apple music, Apple podcasts, rather go to SoundCloud, go to Google play and Stitcher tweet to us at Noah and Bill show, write to us, Noah and Bill don't get it at gmail.com and visit, uh, me on Twitter, at William Scurry. Visit me on YouTube, where you can watch my uh, video content, my essay series called American Caesar Salad. That's youtube.com slash amcaesar. And now Noah Taro will tell you where you can find him. The Big Quiz Thing. I'm all about the Big Quiz Thing. Bigquizthing.com. Live game show trivia spectaculars for corporate and private events coast to coast. Uh, you can learn more, yes, at BigQuizThing.com. You can follow us on Twitter at BigQuizThing, Instagram at BigQuizThing, Facebook at BigQuizThing, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Yelp. You can say nice things about us on Yelp. Uh, I am also personally at Noah Tarno. Uh, yeah, follow me, follow the Big Quiz Thing for trivia, factoids, opinions, what have you. So uh, look for us in our respective cities. We are the two middle-aged men carrying straws around in our pockets. and uh, Well, you, not me. You, not me, Bill. I'm not okay. There yes. All right. Me. So uh, whatever. Look for us. We're <laughs> out there. And and until next week, we 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 certainly we do not get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2019.